All right, great. Welcome, everyone. It is November 8th, 7.34. My name is Daniel B. Smith. I am the chair of the Lawrence Cultural Arts Commission. This is our regular meeting. Uh, and I'm going to start things off, as I always do, by kicking it over to Abby to read a little statement. I don't have my statement. <laughs> <laughs> so Abby and I are shifting back and forth on this one. So um, basically the reminder is that um, we are broadcasting both on Zoom and YouTube tonight. Um, we ask anybody online to um, mute if they are not speaking. And I think that really covers the main Pretty thing much. now that we're not fully in Zoom land anymore. Um, so and Dina, thank you for coming tonight. I know that you're not feeling super duper. Um, so it's great to have you virtually. Great, thank you, Porter. Um, I will then go ahead and do the roll call, uh, starting with Marlo. Present. And then Mary. Present. And then Dina. Present. And then Brooke. And then Marciana. And then Rebecca. And then Jill. Present. And then Tim. Present. And then Alicia. Present. Great, and I am present as well. Um, we will move to the first item on the agenda, which is approving the minutes from October. So I don't know if anybody has had a chance to look them over. I realize there's a little bit of an issue um, with the password. Uh, we have some paper copies here. Hopefully people have had a chance to take a look at them. Let me know now if you have any corrections or, or, or issues with those minutes. If not, as always, I will be looking for a motion to approve them. I think Phoenix is misspelled. <laughs> <laughs> That's on me. <laughs> Where? Um, it's oh, once. Keep the page one. Award page program. one. Under budget. To review first bullet. Right. First bullet. Yeah. First bullet. Phoenix. The Phonix. How it sounds. Mm. The Phonix Award. The Onyx. Down, down here. Got it. <laughs> All right, so with that correction. Um, Motion. All right, thank you, Joel. Second. And thank you, Tim, for seconding. Um, I will go ahead and do a roll call to approve the October minutes, starting with Marlo. Approve. And then Mary. Approve. And then Dina. Approve. And then Jill. Approve. And then Tim. Approve. And then Alicia. Approve. I will also approve. Uh, the, the motion, sorry, the initial motion. Jill. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Porter. Um, the motion will pass unanimously. Moving us right along to public comment. Uh, I don't see anybody online, but if there's anybody here in person or online who would like to make a public comment, now is the time. It's been a while since I got to read the little public comment spiel. But uh, it doesn't appear that anybody is raising their hand, either in person or virtually. Let me just make sure. Nope, I don't see anybody additionally. OK. All right, so then we will move along to new business. We have one item under new business this month, which is the annual retreat agenda. Um, so our annual retreat is tentatively scheduled for January 21st, 2024, from 1 to 4 p.m. at the Parks and Recreation Admin Building. Um, I don't, do we have a... I guess, I guess we're just deciding the, the agenda. Actually, um, I'm gonna, a, so what we will need to do is typically we like do a little bit of review, especially for newer members, just kind of go over stuff that, you know, a very over overview, um, highlight overview type of approach, just to kind of walk through everything, make sure everybody's on the same page of understanding. Um, and then quick overview of related policies, just so everybody knows what that looks like. We do have to elect um, officers. Um, at this point, I would say that's a new chair. 
and then we also have to decide who's going to be the TGT Grant Advisory Board liaison. Um, we have not had a vice chair. I, don't I thought Marlo was vice chair. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. It's not you're so good at it that you know. Okay, so currently Marla, so we would elect a vice chair. We we haven't been electing a secretary because we've just been handling minutes with our system. Mm -hmm. uh, we could change that if somebody wanted to, and then um, you know review programs and budget. And so the two things would be is um, is that everything from a formal election process? I think we hit everything there. And then review programs and budget, um, and then you know what other. That's going to take a chunk of time. We've got what one to four or three hours. So, mm -hmm. but what other topics? I guess the other thing I didn't include that I need to is you know just an update on the um, comp plan. By then we may have etc survey data i'm not positive on that because i think the etc survey is out we do have the online stuff for the um, program so we may have more information i don't know if it's really going to be definitive but at least to give a, an idea so we'd have that information as well what is etc please Smith. etc is a scientific survey uh company i guess that the city regularly contracts with to do scientifically uh relevant what is the term statistically viable there you go That's <laughs> it. So, and they're they're actually housed in overland park but they do work all over the country okay. and they've done the city's uh community engagement for several years in a row going back to like 2000 is that the group that we met a few months prior no, no, that's different. Okay, that's that's the uh, they're working with that group. So Confluence is hiring ETC okay. and quickly because it's actually kind of interesting. So we can do surveys as a city, but they're not statistically viable because we're just sort of putting them out there and letting people respond voluntarily. In this case, ETC actually gets a GIS map and specifically picks. Um, places to mail the survey to make sure that they cover the city as, as much as possible and also try to hit all the appropriate demographics. Ironically, the biggest part of their job is chasing people down to make sure they actually fill out the survey and send it back because they have to get a certain number of those surveys to make it statistically viable mathematically to say, okay, this is a fair representation of the entire city of Lawrence. Um, and then we ask very specific questions related to that. So that's a professional survey service that we use. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for explaining yeah, that. I no problem. Don't know what it was. Most people don't know that, and I don't know why they would. <laughs> <laughs> DMB Smith, well, I'll open it up and see if anybody has, if, if there's any subjects or um, conversations that people feel like would, we, we would need to have at our 2024 retreat, um, if there's anything that seems pressing. I can't. Honestly, things thing we're off the top of my head, but and it's not like if you don't say it tonight, it can't be added. Obviously, but just trying to get you know get specific so we know how to mm -hmm. um, what we're going to be doing, what the agenda looks like. At some point, I think there ought to be a discussion of the Phoenix Awards, um, either at the retreat or some kind of a. Um, a wrap-up thing because I think we learned some things this time that we might want to change going forward and kind of codify some things. Mm -hmm. A debrief or something. Kind of. mm -hmm. I think a review of all the programs 
is wonderful for an agenda for the retreat. I feel like aspirational, you know, conversation about interesting ideas that people could bring to the table would be fun. Um, I always encourage homework. Like I like to look at what other cities our size are doing, and so if everybody was interested in doing that and then bringing some of that to the conversation, it could be interesting. Because mm -hmm. it's a nice time to like be less formal with our meeting. We have more time. I don't know if we can bring snacks and beverages, but just make it more social. And mm -hmm. we have a whiteboard, you know, more mobile. We don't have to feel like we're restrained to our chairs for three hours, but we can have some creative fun with it, I think. Yeah, B. Smith. I know. I know we've had some guests attend in the in the past as well. I don't know if that's something that people are interested in, or if there's any anyone specific. But but yeah, I definitely am of the mindset that I will come up with great ideas um, after this meeting, and I, and I will I'll email. That's fine. Yeah, if you have thoughts, you know, we can add them, and then we'll we'll meet again in December so we can kind of finalize that before we meet in January. Um, and we're not, you know. Uh, Anything is possible, so. And you talked about the different committees that we have, and just making sure everybody's still good with what. Actually, oh yeah, are let's on get that. Yeah, committee. Um, um, and then maybe new members and what committees they want to yes. be a part of. That because um, we've gotten some new committee members. Thank you. That's I. I forgot that. And is anyone leaving? Me. <laughs> no. Yes. You can't. <laughs> it's not allowed. Oops. Oh. It's actually required, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> by the So we by, have by to refund everything. Get Mary's knowledge. Yeah. Uh, that needs to be like number one. Yes. Okay, so what does Mary know? <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to plug into the U.S. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm going on his senility thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, my um, So, yes, here's our current membership. And you see that Dina, Mary, and Daniel are all finishing their terms and Mary is finishing a second term oh. and so she's only allowed two um, she can come back in a year <laughs> we'll be calling you <laughs> um, but that's also why we love having new blood so technically she's still on through January so okay. that's and that's by design so that hopefully she can attend the meeting and share her vast wisdom and experience so we us. need three new people so as of February, we're going to need, um, well, this, so Mary will be gone, but Dina, um, she can stay if she wants. Okay. Well, I, hang on. I got to be careful. Yes. We'll go to the mayor and the mayor will decide if they want to reappoint. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, in most cases, the mayor just reappoints and I'm not going to say anything bad about Dina. Um, so, so Dina can be reappointed. Dina will be And then it would be, be up to Dina if she wants to be reappointed. Okay. Cool. So. So I'll work on that and get that um, set up so that we're getting that in process. Okay. And we're still a couple short, aren't we? Yeah. I think we're one short, if I remember. Hang on. Looks like. Um, Brooke is new. So yeah, Jordan Martinez's seat has not been filled yet. Okay. And obviously Alicia got um, just got seated, and Brooke is recently seated. So we're only one seat short at this point. Well, but January, we'll, we could potentially be two seats short, for sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. We've got some recruiting to do. Well, we can't. Oh. It's appointed by the mayor. 
Oh, sure. Yeah, so um, how this works is if you do know people that would be interested and somebody that you think would be good on the board, um, the first step is to have them apply. Okay. And they do that online Okay. here. Um, if you go to this, and I can send you guys this link, but if they just go to this page and go to <coughs> boards and commissions, then they scroll down and... Um, you can view current and upcoming vacancies here, and usually, I thought there was two buttons, but let me see. I'm guessing, does this also then provide? Uh, and then you can apply here. Okay, I think this link is in the um, uh, agenda email. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the first step, is to get them, they have to get their application submitted, and then typically the mayor often gives them a call or something i think did you say that's um i got yeah i think i got an email and yeah. an interview mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um they check in and then it's the mayor then the mayor brings their recommended appointees to the commission december 5th is going to be our new commission okay. so we'll have a new mayor at that point and the change from the re from last night's election okay so it wouldn't be yeah for a while okay. so that so i don't it think there's be, unless there's an appointment in the works be in, a, in a, like a couple like it would be the new so, mayor that would appoint the new right mayor. unless okay. unless mayor larson has got somebody in the works now okay. between then which i just don't know um then it will fall to the next mayor. okay so who will be the next mayor if they follow tradition bart little john will be the next mayor Okay. All right. I think that's great. Thank you. Um, appreciate that. And like I said, if you have other thoughts, just throw them in the mix. Send me an email. That's fine. All right. Great. Uh, moving along. Uh, up next, uh, I guess that was the only uh, item of new business. So we'll be moving on to old business. And the first uh, item there is an update on the Parks, Recreation, Arts, and Culture Comprehensive Plan. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm trying to get... Trying to think of the easiest way to do this. Okay, so um, here's our main page, community engagement. Sorry, Dina, let me show you what I'm doing here. Bear with me. Uh, whoops, oh my goodness, it changes everything. Mm -hmm. Go back to phone books and writing letters. Okay, whoops. <laughs> All right, so uh, just so everybody sees this, so the main page and then community engagement, and that takes you to this page, and then you scroll down and look for the butterfly. <laughs> There's the butterfly. Here is the page for the um, Parks, Recreation, Arts, and Culture Comprehensive Plan. This page is now updated. Um, so we recently did the open house with the consultant team, and they have now set up this web page, um, which is um, called, what's the name of this? Social Pinpoint. Um, so people can continue adding information um, as they want to. And there's more information here, the project timeline, the project presentation that they've done already. And then if you want to, you can share your input in three different possible ways. Um, one is a map exercise. So it pulls up a map and you can see people are dropping pins and making suggestions. Um, a rolling skate park is something that somebody's pitching. 
Um, so different ideas, outdoor pool options, this type of thing. So that's available. Whoops. Hang on, let me get out of this. Um, I can't get out of the... Then there is actually a general survey. So this is not the ETC survey. This is a general survey. And I encourage people, you know, this is, this is where I think people can get really specific and honest. This is totally anonymous. Nobody's looking at names or anything. Um, and you can put your name if you want to, but you don't have to. And then to share insights here. And there's actually specific things about um, the programs that are available. So this is an opportunity to talk specifically about art and culture if you want. And then image voting is going and looking at various, um, oops, oh, here we go. This just talks you through it. Uh, different items that people have expressed interest on and whether or not it's just a yay or nay. Yes, I think this is important or no, I don't think this is a priority. And you can go through all of these. These are a lot of park amenities. But there's also public art items here. These are the same images and boards that they brought to the open house meeting. And people voted on these as well with dots and, and stickers. So just another opportunity to put their, people to put information in there. Obviously, email is fine. You could send me emails if people have ideas and things that they want to add to this. So I just want to remind people that this is available and still part of the process. The ETC, ETC survey is out. Um, and then um, I think, if all goes well, they will likely do an update presentation for the new city commission on December 5th. So that'll kind of give an idea of where they are currently and their timeline moving forward. Um, so we're trying to get that set up because we just want to get that in front of the new city commission members and just get it back under their radar screen. So, so that is what is happening Can on I that ask front. A question? Yes. So I got all the stuff for the steering committee. And it was a, it took all of the map, all the colored board things. I was out of town, so I couldn't go to the one at the, at the fairgrounds. I, I guess I was a little concerned. There were 45 different boards, and there were only three that had anything to do with arts and culture. That's from the Confluence side. Amanda's team was there with their own board, and that I don't think was shared yet. Um, Jasmine, who works for Amanda, and Ryan were both here. And they actually, I toured them all over town, took them out to Theater Lawrence. Um, and then they had their own area, and they were doing their own research and talking to people at that point, in addition to all the meetings that Amanda has had. So it's not that that's being ignored. It's just wasn't part of that. One thing I was a little concerned about was that they had a, an outdoor theater um, board. Mm -hmm. And yet, when I checked with the art center and with um, the theater, nobody had talked to them about outdoor theater or experiences. Or is is it too early? In the, I mean, there are problems. <laughs> no, I think your insight, and that's where you on the steering committee is really valuable to bring up that information. This is not meant to be like here's mm -hmm. what we're gonna do. This is meant to sort of distill out what is okay. this community really interested in. Because I, I guess I'm not sure what the steering committee's role in this is. Because we met in August, and there's not going to be another meeting until January. Right, and so what, what I know. What are we there for? I know it seems uh, odd. We've been, 
that's one reason you got a good email because like you've got to get the steering committee just keep them informed as to what's going on so you got that email I'm glad mm -hmm. to hear that basically what they're telling us is that they are now chewing on a lot of the information that they've been that they received on their first visit and have been receiving since they're looking at all the parks and recreation structures all of our programs all of our and this is you know comprehensive of the whole thing so basically their response to that because we've asked that question as well as we're chewing on all this information and then we're going to get some then we're waiting for the etc survey to provide further insight from the community in addition to this right, information but if, if they're reviewing with the steering committee to start putting this whole thing together if they're reviewing all of the current facilities though which is kind of what it said in the mm -hmm. in the overview that they sent that they had visited all the different parks and facilities in Lawrence and stuff so it would seem to me if they're including a theater or whatever they ought to do some homework on that as well I mean I think my understanding is this is not a new idea that there's been talk about doing something in South Park and stuff so I think it just got on the table that way no it would there used to be talk about building an amphitheater out right. at sesquicentennial point right and so I think that comes from that so there's no there's no plans underway to do that it's just discerning is this something the community has any interest in does that make sense I mean so um, Theoretically, it does, but I don't think anybody is doing any research on it, so. If you want to send me information, um, I would pass it on to the consultants, or you actually could, you don't have to use yeah, me. I just, go to yeah, I just wondered what, <laughs> I don't want to gum up the works. Right. That's as far as I know, it's just this really is pretty high level, and nobody's saying we're going to do X, Y, or Z. Mm -hmm. If it were up to certain um, interest groups, we would have, Pickleball courts. I, that would be <laughs> absolutely know. true. Um, so, you know, there's that side of it, too, is that interest groups are very fervent about you need to do X, Y, and Z. Again, that's not happening. It's not that it's not a good idea, but obviously implementation is a, another aspect. So my hope is that as the steering committee progresses, you can actually, that's one reason we want, you know, people with very specific experience on those uh, committees and stuff so stay stay tuned okay <laughs> um, and then you can voice you know concerns and that type of thing um, as that moves forward and what does that look like is an amphitheater you know better worse all that kind of stuff and these are those are big projects right I mean that's oh amazing. those are huge yeah. <laughs> so food for thought on this that but no thanks for asking and like I said yeah I would just you know get information together and be prepared to share it so that that's one thing I know with any sort of expert realm is that to the general public oh an amphitheater that sounds great would love it let's do that you know but it's like you, then you need that voice of experience to say hang on <laughs> it's like I'm actually helping um, a friend in uh, independence because they've decided they want to do public art and they're all gone how to get an ordinance in place mm -hmm. and I'm like hang on you know, it's not just about an ordinance. There's other things you have to think about before you dive into this thing. And so, right. you know, I've offered to go and visit with them. So is everything that is being discussed in this... I'm sorry. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, fine. That's good. Is everything that's being discussed in this comprehensive plan um, capital stuff? Because 
it, everything that I saw coming back from the consultants was constructing this and constructing that and adding these courts and adding. And it seemed to me in the conversations that we've had with some of the arts people that there was more of a consensus on putting monies into existing organizations or bolstering programs or and I didn't see anything in any of the materials that That's, applied to that. What I know is that Amanda's gathering that information and they haven't melded everything at this point. We're actually meeting with them tomorrow, I think, um, as a regular meeting, so I can touch base on all that. So I think that's why you're, you're hearing mostly the Parks and Rec side, just because Amanda's been working separately from them um, very proactively, as you know, she's mm -hmm. been reaching out directly to individuals and stuff to really glean right. as much information as she can. So that just hasn't all come together yet. Yeah. That's how I felt with the open house, too, because I went to that open house, and there were a lot of Parks and Rec boards with the pickleball and the tennis courts where there was just that one designing local with murals or capital projects like the amphitheater. I think there might have been six choices. But that survey that you just clicked on, I would love to send that to people. Please do. Because I think when I clicked on the link, I just saw the map, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, people that I know are not going to take the time to navigate and right. find. But I don't know if I can just send them the link to that survey that you just showed that had like yeah what do you, you feel about the community arts grants page, what do you feel about ttt if you go to the community engagement page whoops let me go back this is the link right here and there was like a tab but you know like there were tabs like it kind of defaulted on a map could i just send them this survey and they could click to the map if they wanted to but i just feel like it's a little cumbersome yeah. to navigate like i i didn't find that great survey that you just showed when I went to let's it. try so here's yeah. I don't know I think it's gonna go to this because I agree with Mary where I've enjoyed Amanda I've tried to go as many of those um, arts engagement sessions as possible just to hear what people were thinking um, and I loved that I thought those were very productive. let me no that's a great point I do appreciate yeah it's often best to just get a yeah. link in an email and say click on this Please and do, this. do it yes um, let me ask tomorrow if they can give us just a link to the survey specifically that's a great idea I think especially for arts people because it's kind of overwhelming when you see all oh. the parks and rec options and like oh there's a city park you know map and where you can put this I wouldn't even know where to put a map you know where for a great arts thing on the map but Having that direct. That's a great question. idea. Let me see if they can do that. If not, we'll figure out, you know, a way to help people understand. You know, even if it's just a info sheet of yeah. go to this page, look for this, and then click on this. Sometimes that helps if they see a visual. So let me do that. It's brilliant. Yes, and please, all of you, I'll send that to everybody. I think I've sent emails before, too. And the, I, met, I wrote the email in such a way that if you just forward it, theoretically, somebody can kind of discern, okay, here's what I need to do. Um, but to this point, if I can get it that simplified and just say, please take this survey, yeah. and you guys can pass it on and invite people. That'd be great. That's really key. So that's a great idea. Thanks, Marlo. Well, I had the theater put a link in the, in the e-blast that went out this week, but I'm afraid it's a little too cumbersome for people to respond <laughs> yeah well and it's it, it is good in this crazy world of how many forms of communication are we all dealing with to send more than one email you know and just reminders and that type of thing so and I do find even in this day and age of personal invitation mm -hmm. 
often, you know, especially if you catch a person just as they're drinking their first sip of coffee, it's like, oh, okay, I'll take a survey. You know, I have time right now, I can do that. So that's really helpful. Cool. Are there any other questions about the comprehensive uh, plan? Hearing none. Uh, I will move to the next item under old business, which is the community arts grants. Um, those have been open for a little while. We have our soft deadline coming up on November 15th, and then the hard deadline, of course, is December 18th. Uh, I'm curious if we have any information about, I know in years past we've, we've gotten little updates on how many, how many applications have come in or if there have been any questions or, or how, how that process is going. So. And I don't have an update for you because I forgot to go in. I have to go into the system to check that. So let me do that. Tomorrow I'll send you an email about who's, who's, if anybody's applied thus far. Um, I know that we're still getting a few questions here and there, so I know there's been some activity, but let me check that out. And I apologize, I meant to do that, and I just got distracted. And also on that, um, I goofed and said, so what I realize is with the schedule we've set up with that, we need to have our regular January meeting, um, if, if for no other reason than to review the grants and, and make the awards. So plan on January 10th, sorry, I wrote 13th, but it's the 10th, um, which is a Wednesday. So we'll do that regular meeting. Hopefully the only agenda item will be that, and that usually takes about an hour or so. Um, so we'll get that taken care of, and that way that's done, and we can get it to the city commission and start getting those grants out before people need them. Um, and then, uh, and I'll send you an update on that tomorrow. Great, does anybody have any questions? or, or con concerns about community arts grants. Hopefully the, uh, the mini grants will be appealing to folks. Um, and then also hopefully that soft deadline will allow us to give people some pertinent feedback before it's too late. Yeah, and so everybody knows there's been a couple of questions about the mini grants. The way we did that was somewhat based on a grant program that I was involved in. And the idea behind it is to provide equipment for artists to really give them something substantial to start building their career or moving forward in their career. A lot of people have asked, can I buy materials for projects and things? And that's really not what that is for. And you can't apply for both. So if somebody has a project that they are working on and they want to buy materials, they can apply for a community arts grant through the regular grant program that way. Um, it does then have to align with the, the goals of the program itself. What I would recommend is if somebody has a very specific project and doesn't need a lot of money, um, let's say a thousand, you know, ask for what you really need on that. And it is a 50-50 match, we have to remember. Um, but that would be the way to approach that based on that grant program. All right, great. We can uh, keep moving along here through old business. Uh, next up, we are going to discuss the TGT grants. Yeah, just That's because we're involved in this, I thought I'd add this in and just make sure everybody's aware of the timing on that as well in case you're talking to everybody. And um, so the final deb deb application deadline is November 18th for the TGT grants, which is coming up. And then they're going to meet on December 8th to review the scoring matrix and make recommendations. Tim will be sending us his individual um, scores after we get those applications in. And, and we're still having the, the meeting on the 30th for people to give presentations, right? Yes, that's still happening as well. Um, that's on that page. Sorry, I jumped to the other. Oh, no, that was what I wanted. So, yeah, Tim, we'll get some more information out to you guys. Okay. And we'll do the, um, hopefully that'll take one afternoon to do this. Yeah. And it's what we call speed dating, because now people can do it virtually, so that makes it a little more efficient. 
Um, so yeah, that's coming up as well. I just want to make sure you guys are aware of that as well. It's all on the web page here, including the schedule. It's a tiny little note, but um, I was just looking that one of the deadlines is 11.59 and the other one is 9 a.m. I wondered why we do sometimes midnight and sometimes we do morning and if that's confusing or opportunity to just make it consistent. In the I never future. heard of an AM deadline. I never have. That's why that <laughs> that's 9 a.m. ridiculous to me. I don't really like... know how that happened. Roger's been leading the charge on that. So, well, yeah, I would do. I always do 11:59. I do too. That's why yeah. I think of it. And I think we're all trained that yeah. way. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll change that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. I said it too. And he may have gotten information prior. I don't know. So anyway, I don't know how that happened, but. All right, well, if anybody has any questions about the TGT uh, proce uh, grant process, um, feel free to ask them. If not, I will just thank Tim for his service on that advisory board. Um, and we can move along to our next item, which is committee updates as needed. Um, I have a feeling that the Phoenix Awards, um, we might, I, I know we, we don't necessarily want to do a full debrief. I think it, it's worth making time for that at the retreat, but Mary or, or anybody who is who is there or involved, does anybody want, want to say a few words about about the, the Phoenix Awards? I just want to thank everybody for, for all you did. Um, it turned out to be a great party. Mm -hmm. <coughs> One of the guests of honor was missing, but <laughs> did, did he ever get back in touch with you? He sent, a, I thought he copied you. Um, well, he sent an email, you know, just, <laughs> and then he said he would get back in touch with, with us the following week and find a time that he could come in and talk to all of us. Oh. No. No. Um, he did send an apology to me directly, which I appreciate, and I said, you know, this, this kind of thing happens, and I said I look forward to crossing paths, so I left it mm -hmm. there, so mm -hmm. I haven't heard back from him. Yeah, but he sent me this big, abject apology and how embarrassed he was and all this stuff, and oh, he was out of town that week, but he'd be back with us the next week and find a time to come in and visit with all of us. I don't know that anybody knew what they were missing, so I feel like oh, there were a couple people who were there specifically to hear oh, what he really? had to say. Okay, yes, yeah. it was a great event, though. So I mean, it was cool and all, but it was a bummer and a disappointment for sure. And I'm so grateful that we have a theater professional because you handled that so gracefully. <laughs> yes, yes. I would have been like, oh, we have no MC, and you just stepped up and you just handled the occasion so beautifully. Yeah. Thank you. Debbie Smith, I'll also say that the, the films that Rebecca's students prepared were, were all were so great. Yes. Added so much to the, to the yes. event that, yeah, it definitely did not feel lacking in any way. No, those were wonderful. They really did a nice job. I don't know if we're going to be able to necessarily replicate that partnership going forward. I mean, I think we, obviously we can ask Rebecca if, if that, there's potential for that. But if not, I think we should look for other similar partnerships and try and, try and keep that as a part of the, the program. Yeah. Well, one of the things that we really benefited from this year with her students was that there was no charge. So if, if we make it into a part of the actual event and don't have students doing it, you're probably going to have to work that into the budget as well. And we've had it in the past. Yeah. But I wonder, too, about what I loved actually having the students do it and if we could make, like, a donation. I don't know if that's feasible, but, like... She teaches that great journalism class at KU. Like, could we, in the future, like do some kind of equipment donation or something where we're compensating? We can't pay students, but can we make a token? 
something? No, I guess not. He's got a furrowed brow. <laughs> Get him a that is a no. Get him a keg of beer and just label <laughs> it supplies. <laughs> if we knew we were going to do that, we yeah. might be able to figure out how to do some sort of honorarium. Okay, maybe But next that would time. be next time. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. I agree. I mean, I like the idea of, you know, one is as great if, it, if it's a mutually beneficial opportunity like this was, that's great. Yeah. But I'm always an advocate that artists get paid for their work. So if one of these young artists were to graduate or something and and so you know and i'm sure you're tuned into some folks mm -hmm. in, in town who might do this so i think we could probably figure that out and you know i think budget could be arranged in some way to, to do that the other thing i'd encourage you if if i could go have lunch or dinner or something at um old chicago and thank the folks there mm -hmm. because i went over there for lunch the a couple days after the Phoenix Awards, and I found out that they had called in all their managers to make that food. Wow. It was delicious. It so was really yeah. They were so proud of what they did. Yeah, it was oh, wow. beautiful. It was really sweet. Thanks yeah. for sharing that. Yeah, because we wouldn't know that, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they were, they were very proud. So I know that Linda has written a thank you note. I don't know if there's anything official that ever comes out from the city for that kind Andy. of stuff. Yeah. That might be kind of nice. Yeah. It was impressive. It you was. Send it, it was really good. Let mm -hmm. me know who to send it to. The name. I'll get it from Linda. Mm -hmm. yep. But yeah, she, she did a written thing, and then I went in and chatted them up. And okay. You know, you might share the contact info, because I'd send them a, a separate card. Mm -hmm. Okay. Glad to. I'd be happy to do that. Yeah. But yeah, they were. Well, and I'd be happy to go eat there to thank mm -hmm. you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you must. Would you, would you be happy to you take suffer, all that? Suffer, sacrifice. suffer for the art. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Tim, what? I was just going to ask if you would be happy to take all of us there. That would be, um, Do, uh, let me ask my wife. <laughs> D.O.B. Smith, I mean, technically that would be a, a breach of, of coma. So. Yeah. Oh, do yeah. Do Porter could take a couple of us at a time. Two groups. <laughs> <laughs> Next group. Yeah. So, so we do have a couple of subcommittees that we can get updates from. Uh, we have grants and advocacy subcommittee. Uh, obviously, the grant process is is really you know we're in the, we're in the middle of it. So I don't know if we necessarily if anybody necessarily has any updates about that. It'll be nice to see the numbers as far as how many applications are coming in, and based on that, we might uh, encourage uh, people we know or try and spread the word appropriately. Um, and then lastly, the public art and or slash outdoor sculpture exhibition subcommittee. I do have a note on here about a potential name change. Yeah, um, so that group hasn't met. We, we started generating that list of public art. As we move into budget, I want to probably meet again on that and, and make sure we have the list that we want. And as we look at how much money could be available through the 2%, go through that process. But I've been working to, I was hoping to get the um, outdoor downtown sculpture exhibition application online um, November 1. I was striving to do that. I've just run into a pickle, and I wanted to talk about it. I should have probably put it on the agenda, but I just want to talk it through. And the, the pickle is, so we did art and culture crossings. And the way I wrote that grant with the Kansas Creative Arts Industries Commission was that we were moving more in that direction to try to bring that whole program up to a more contemporary perspective. Um, it's a great program, and the legacy remains. But outdoor downtown sculpture exhibition, as a title, I'm sure is, is deterring artists from mm -hmm. putting, their, putting their ideas into it. 
So I've been really just flummoxed by that, trying to figure out. And I don't know if we want to go back to arts and culture crossing. I keep pointing to Alicia because she and I did that. Um, or the other thing I was thinking is maybe we formally look at this at the retreat. Um, but in the meantime, would you guys be okay if I unofficially retitled it but articulated that to the outdoor public art exhibition? So leave it intentionally broad scope, and then I will articulate that we're looking for not just traditional sculpture, but potentially performance work or social activism. The other thing that's come up is with the prairie, interest in the prairie, doing ephemeral um, natural um, sculpture in the, in the prairie over there. So really trying to crack open more opportunities and ideas. Um, so if you guys are amenable, I would explain, you know, previously known as, but kind of give it this new title just to hopefully spark a little more broader interest, especially from local artists. It's a great professional development opportunity. So if that's amenable, I don't want to f vote because it's not on the agenda, but by nods of heads, I'm seeing that nobody's like, are you crazy? Yeah. So if that's agreeable and everybody, I mean, let me know if you, you have an issue. And then, yeah, let's bring that to the uh, retreat and actually decide what are we going to call this program going forward. While you're talking about outdoor stuff, Porter, um, what is happening with um, the area where the sacred rock was? Who, who will determine what or if anything goes in there? Um, so Dave Lowenstein and that group that worked on getting the rock home um, is if he had a meeting recently, I wasn't able to attend. Daniel attended, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was I was able to to attend the meeting. Um, so it was over at Van Gogh. It was a pretty uh, good group of of people, including a lot of people who were involved in the efforts to to return the Sacred Rock, um, and a bunch of other community leaders. Um, and so there was a lot of ideation around what potentially the park could be used for. Um, and I. Uh, I think it's going to be an ongoing process, um, and uh, I think that it would be interesting to have um, have them engage with us more along the process. But I, I don't remember what the exact time frame for the pro for the process is. Um, but there are definitely there's definitely no there's no concrete ideas as far as mm -hmm. what what is going to go in in that part, how it's going to be used. I know if they were an official body that that could make that decision or if this was going to be something that would eventually have to go to the city commission or I assume that through us or what I think if it kind of depends on how how it evolves and what it looks like mm -hmm. um, on a very technical level currently that is not a city owned park oh that's actually county owned property but the city manages it. And I don't know that the county is, you know, like we can't give it out. I just, I don't know what that, so that would be one conversation. Mm -hmm. I know right now it's under construction that after the rock was moved, it's all torn up. They're trying to put in infrastructure and other things, you know, water systems and that type of thing. So that's gonna go on for a few months um, minimally. Um, and then, you know, the other question I would, you know, I just have, at this point, I have more questions than, <laughs> than and not, not any, just curiosities, like, okay, so, you know, what are we doing? Um, you know, one that I've heard is renaming the park potentially, um, which is, and that would end up pri primarily, I think, going through the parks board. 
um, if there was a renaming process mm -hmm. or something. And then the other thing is putting art there, um, which that, it much depends on what are we talking about. Are we mm -hmm. talking about a large piece of art or a small, you know, and I don't know that any of that is decided yet. So I agree. I think at some point coming before this group, because um, we, it is conceivable that maybe if there's an interesting project that emerges, that somehow some of the 2% for art funds would, could be used for that. I just don't know, you know, that that's still evolving. Yeah, and the, the conversation that, that was had was pretty broad. Um, it ranged from the installation of a legitimately massive uh, piece of artwork to having um, some you know something more experiential i mean there, there is there is no the, the plans are, are not laid in, in stone and it could go a number of directions i i think the group that um, coordinated the re return of the rock um, uh, as far as how the process is going to go my assumption for having attended the meeting is that they will continue having um these these sessions or engaging with the process and trying to come up with what they feel like is a, a proposal that is reflective of what the community wants and then i think that proposal it would potentially sort of like how um any proposal that comes before us you know end up on our on our uh our plate um and then you know obviously and we i think you know it would be great if we could engage with the process um in, at multiple steps but um and then eventually i would assume that yeah it will require our recommendation and then the the city's approval with obviously the buy-in from the county there were both city and county uh commissioners who were at the at the meeting mm -hmm. so um and and i don't i'm I assume a lot of discussion you know the big question i have is that the sacred rock was taken home so to speak or brought back mm -hmm. to the tribe from that native perspective what should or shouldn't happen because we now have this sort of metaphorical wound if you will um and i don't know you know is that where we need to do something or should something happen in a different place is another question i have and i just don't know the answer to that and i don't think i'm the person to decide that so there you go more than you probably bargained for <laughs> I definitely think that we could, um, at a future meeting, we could, we could, we should try and have a representative from the group come and, and fill us in and have some of the conversation because the the whole discussion was interesting, not just the from an arts perspective, but also, yeah, I mean, lots lots of different issues, including the accessibility of that park, which is you know a literal concrete island that you have to cross, uh, you know, two lanes of, of traffic to get to. And it's one of the busiest intersections in town. So, you know, there's a, a lot of different aspects of that of that park um, that I think there's questions around. Um, and it's really interesting. So yeah, I think it, it would be a good idea. I mean, if uh, to uh, to try and get someone from that group to come and, and visit with us, maybe even periodically, because I, I I do I think they've done a good job with the process so far, and I, I'm inclined to to trust them. And and but uh, it would be it would be great to to to. Uh, get updates more regularly. I don't know if they're, they're gonna invite me to another session, so. Well, thank you for attending. I'll, I'll try to make the future meetings. I just was out of town for that one, but um, yeah. Uh, I will say back to the, um, the point of the name, I, I agree that renaming the Outdoor Sculpture Exhibition makes sense because it honestly doesn't have to strictly be outdoor, downtown, or sculpture. Mm -hmm. So I would even say the outdoor part could, 
It could just be the annual public art exhibition in quotation marks until we have a, that's a, what a better I, name. That's what I'll do is yeah. kind of give it a temporary name, but a more a clearer name at this point because I think we've been really paying homage to the the legacy, which is really important. But it just is so dated at this point. It's really not helping the program in itself. Well, I certainly have no qualms about moving away from that name. I think it'll encourage people to broaden their horizons as far as what, what they're submitting. Thank you. I appreciate it doesn't, that. It doesn't sound like anybody. I see Dina on Zoom. She, she doesn't seem like she's she's angry about it. So. She gave a thumbs up. Okay, great. Um, so we can move out of our committee updates unless anybody has anything else they want to touch on. Yes, go ahead, Jill. So at our um, retreat, will we kind of go over the three committees and add new members and kind of reassess the committees and who's in them and all that? Yeah, I, I mean, personally, I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, just because somebody's currently serving our committee doesn't mean they have to continue serving on it. And our new members m might want to take a moment yeah. to figure out which committees they might want to serve on. So, yeah, we we'll yeah. definitely do that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and there, and because there is a limit to how many people can be on a subcommittee, if, if there's a subcommittee that's kind of, you know, full and somebody really wants to be on there, I feel like we could have some of those discussions, too. Um, so if anybody wants to touch on any of the subcommittee things, uh, maybe there's, I don't know if anybody else had any other comments about Phoenix Awards, please interrupt me. But if not, we can move on to the miscellany section, starting with um, item A, which is Porter discussing staff changes. Yeah, I just threw that on for tonight. So as I said, Abby and I are shifting a little bit. She's been gracious to help out so much, and I really appreciate it. She will continue helping out, but she won't be um, as directly involved with all this art and, art and culture stuff. I'm going to take that back um, over with everything that's happening. So, And she's going to be doing a lot more stuff related to events and some of her great marketing skills. Um, so I just appreciate you so much. I wanted to thank you publicly um, for surviving um, <laughs> some challenging times uh, of transition, which transition often brings challenge. Um, and here we are, um, in part because of what you've done, and I really appreciate that, so, yeah. yeah. It was really fun to see the Phoenix Awards through yeah. to the end. We yeah. really appreciate all you did. Will you still be at our meetings? I'm Occasionally. We yeah. are going to tag team, and so she'll be on the bench. Times this evening. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, you'll, it's not like you'll never see her again, but yep. just, we're going to make more of a transition, so I'll be taking more of the lead. Okay. Thank you, Abby, for all your service, for sure. Of course. It was lovely. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, yes, I, I look forward to seeing you. I, mean, I still see you at events, you oh, know, yeah. all the time. Yeah. So, but <laughs> I, I do hope you, you still pop into an occasional regular yeah. meeting. Um, up next, we have any updates on recommendations regarding boards and commissions committee, which is the committee committee, which is the, the th which I served on um, for quite a while. Uh, it is it is over, so we, we will not be meeting again. Uh, we made a recommendation. If you want want to hear more about it, feel free to ask me uh, outside of this meeting, and I'll, I'll I'll fill you in on the whole scoop. But it it is done. The recommendation has been passed along to the city commission it's a, a written document which is will go to them for them to interpret and then act upon however they see fit um the recommendation that was passed along does not involve any change for this this body except potentially dropping the lawrence at the beginning of the name that's that's just it doesn't really matter but <laughs> we're the only board that has the i've been secretly doing it I've, I've noticed i have noticed cultural arts commission every like we're in Lawrence, that's just by default. Um, 
If anybody has any questions, let me know. Um, up next, uh, we have, uh, all, again, the Parks, Recreation, Arts, and Cultural Comprehensive Plan. That seems it might be redundant. Done, yes, yeah. that was redundant. And so we are at the tail end, which is the sharing of community events and or uh, artistic appreciation. Oh, I'll start us off. Yay. Um, I don't know if anybody's seen, I get KC Studio, and of course they want me to sign up. But I thought this was a really good thing. I'm a little, I'll explain. Um, but if you go to kcstudio.org and you scroll down, you will find an article about glass installations. Mm. And this happens to be Tyler Kimball, who was the artist that was selected for the transit project. Mm. Um, so this is another project he's doing in another space, but they talk a lot about our transit project. They don't have actual photos. I'm waiting to get some good photos. They haven't quite got things cleaned up out there. If you drive by on Bob mm -hmm. Billings, you'll yeah. see that window. It yeah. looks terrific. It's pretty cool. And the, the pylon, the glass pylons are also up. They're not, originally he was gonna put them on top of the um, canopies for the buses and they just couldn't pull that off. Mm -hmm. I'm actually really glad because it adds really nice mm -hmm. accent elements around the building. It's a really great sort of textbook um, version of here's what happens when you integrate art into a project. Yeah. It really embellishes the project, so it's really great. So anyway, I was just really pleased to see this. Um, this was brought to them more, I think, from a, a Kansas City gallery owner. Um, so it's not really information. It, it doesn't share as much, but I'm hoping maybe they'll do a follow-up once the, the um, thing opens. But it's just nice that we got some attention at this level and um, something I think we can be proud of. So, Is there going to be a dedication or some sort of situation yeah, where we Yeah, I don't know. I need to check with Adam on that um, to see when, if they have something scheduled. I haven't heard anything at this point, but okay. yeah, it's, they'll definitely be doing an opening. It's a really neat facility. Because I, I have been driving by and it's just like, ah, cool. It's so neat. Yeah. It looks great. So that is good news. I mean, I will say as far as driving by, I do bike past one of the murals that's been going up on the side of the, the climb, climb Lawrence, the, the climbing uh, gym. That, that mural has oh. been progressing. I bike past every day and it's kind of fun because every day I go by and see the, the, the progress. So I think it's gonna end up being really nice. It's gonna be something I feel like people in the community are gonna be pretty jazzed about. Um, it's also, we are, of course, heading into the, like, uh, Alicia and I have talked about this, there's like a million, there's always a million, you know, bizarre, bizarre, and different, uh, market season. different art, art markets. Um, that is a, a, a big thing, I'm sure. I guess maybe at our, at our next next meeting, we can touch on some of those. I, I try to hit at least a few. Well, yeah, um, bizarre, bizarre will be, I mean, before, it'll hit before our next meeting, so that's a good mm -hmm. one to bring out, for sure. Yep, we've got one uh, uh, at Sports Pavilion mm -hmm. on the 2nd. Um, oh, the extravaganza? Yes, the extravaganza. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have like 60-plus people on the waiting list. <laughs> it's a big is, deal. That's amazing. Uh, if we had known, we would. I would have tried to buy another tarp <laughs> because we we're, we're, have three courts full. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be huge. Yeah. <laughs> and the only reason we can't open another court is because a, a tarp is, is a lot of money. <laughs> Uh, and uh, given the short turnaround, it couldn't pull that off. But I mean, this thing is growing. Yeah. And so yeah. I don't think we've turned anybody away. It's it's supposed to be very inclusive. It's supposed to be a ton of fun. And so yeah. you, you only have so many spaces. I mean, there's only so much you can do. So yeah. 
it's yeah. cool. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's, uh, hearing what they're doing and just how quickly people have signed up. Yeah, yeah it's it's it closed in uh, September. Nice. <laughs> so we're finally getting cancellations now. So, wow. yeah, it's going to be good. And Lola will be happening, and they made a name yeah. change. Lola's happening, I believe, the 9th and 10th of December. Mm -hmm. um, what is the name change? Lovers of Lawrence. Lovers of oh, Lawrence oh, nice. mm -hmm. artwork, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, to make it more inclusive. Okay. All right, great. Well, it seems like it, if anybody else is in, oh, they want to share, go ahead. But if not, um, we can move towards adjournment. Um, I will say that our next regular meeting will be uh, December 13th um, and then uh, just right before the community arts grants close on December 18th um, obviously we'll be getting an email maybe with an update about what the status of those are um, but uh, unless anybody objects um, I will accept a motion for adjournment I will make a motion to adjourn fantastic thank you Jill uh, can I get a second? Second. Seconded by Tim. Thank you. There's no roll call on adjournment. We are just done. Thank you all for being here. Thank, Thank you, you, uh, Thank you Dina, Dina, for joining us. Hopefully Thank you feel you, better. Thank you, Dina. I feel better. Thanks to Abby for, for all of her, her service. It'll be uh, Don't Be a Stranger. Thanks, Porter, as always. And thanks, Kurt, for, for handling.